Hi everyone, welcome to the other side of woke. On today's episode, I will be talking about the Meghan and Harry debacle. As you all know, Meghan Markle, former actress, former American actress, is the Duchess of Sussex, married to Prince Harry, Prince of, well, I won't call him the Prince of England, but yes, uh, son of Diana and Prince Charles and the Duke of Sussex. And there has been a lot of discourse and opera caused by their decision to step back from being senior royals, deciding to switch up their roles, step back from duties and alternate between living in the UK and living in Canada. Now, while this decision of theirs has been met with mixed reactions, a lot of people seem to think that, yeah, they are doing the right thing. Yes, it's good for a young couple to be able to chart their cause without living in the shadows of their family. Yes, they can be financially independent now and stop relying on British taxpayers' money. I mean, all that is good stuff, progressive stuff. But um, for my podcast, I will be focusing on actual real-life consequences of their decisions. I mean, how, how good was this decision that they've made? How considerate have they been so far, especially since their meeting and their marriage? Let me just go straight to it. For a proper context and proper background, Harry and Meghan reportedly met in 2016, or they went on their first blind date in 2016 when a mutual friend set them up on a blind date. Uh, the, the identity of said friend has not been made known to the public right now, but it is said that the two of them actually met on a blind date. And come, consequently, the two began dating and subsequently got married in 2018. Um, it's important to know at this point that um, Prince Harry himself, being 11th in line to British throne, has always been quite the rebel and has on several occasions implied that he would really would not want to be part of the entire royal family thing. I think he was quite, he has been described to be quite bored with um, the ceremonial aspect of it all and would have really just want to, wanted to leave it all behind and all. So maybe just maybe their actions now is not without precedence. But it's really cute to see two of them make these decisions. But then my personal thoughts on the matter is when Meghan met Harry and they decided to get married, one of the things she had to do was give up her entire job, an entire career, everything she has worked for. She closed down her blog, fatigue. She closed down her personal social media pages. She agreed to the idea that she wouldn't be able to share any political um, thoughts on any matters and all that. 
that was a, a lot to want to sign away because you're getting married and I remember as at that point when they were getting married and when I started reading about them I asked myself why would anybody want to give away their entire liberty just because they want to become a princess I mean yes love is all good it sounds all like sweet when a commoner meets a prince an American commoner meets a prince they get married you know love is in the air it's also sweet and very good storyline and plot for a storybook but then being a practical person that she seems to be as a leading female activist that she was aside being an actress on um, the set of suits the popular american show one would think that she would make a more informed choice of who she decides to spend her life with considering the fact that she had been married before now one thing we need to know one thing i have noticed as a trend in Megan's life is she has been very strategic in the kind of relationships she has had. She hasn't just been dating just anybody. Right from her first marriage to a Hollywood small producer and director, you know, and the subsequent relationships she had while in Canada, while living in Canada, while working on suits. You could tell that this girl was a go-getter, someone who knows what she wants to do and where she wants to be and knows who she has to be with to get to where she wants to be. Now, how can such a person agree to such terms without a long-term plan in mind? That's the question. She didn't go into the marriage thinking, oh, yeah, my entire life is over now. I, ha I just have to work for the queen and support my husband and be royals. She definitely knew that in the long run she would have to break away and just two years down the line we're seeing them breaking away from the royal family now a lot of people have been saying oh no stop blaming megan harry has his own agency harry is a man he knows what he's doing yes harry knows what he's doing but then if you are very um if you are a very perceptive person and you have watched videos of Harry in interviews and Harry in interviews with Meghan actually you can always tell who really has the loudest voice in the voice in the relationship now don't quote me wrong and don't get me wrong I'm not saying women shouldn't have a voice in their relationship but it's clear to see who has the most influence between the two of them Especially when you watch the the interview when they just got engaged. Megan was doing all the talking. Megan was leading him into how he should answer questions, you know, holding his hand, hands throughout. I mean, very performative about their entire relationship and all that. You know, and there was one particular part of the interview where Harry actually said, oh, he picked Megan because he feels she's suited for the role. Now... Personally, I don't see why anybody would define my marriage as a role. I'm not playing a role. This is not a casting or an audition for like a lifelong play. It's love. It's life. So why would you define it that way? Why would I be smiling so happily through it all while you are describing our love life that way? But anyways, that's that. I'm just going to go straight to... The first time Harry decided to fight back in the press. Now we all know that the British tabloids have been crazy right from the beginning, right from time, right from when it became cool for people to write in the newspaper and insult people that they think are in power. I remember there was one time 
or one time I read about in the early 60s, I think, when some British um, journalists wrote a scathing review of the Queen's, that's Queen Elizabeth, the Queen's ad attention to her people and how she carried herself and how she spoke in her speeches and all that. And it wasn't very flattering at all. In fact, I remember reading different accounts of how she was perplexed and she was wondering, okay, how should she, you know, redefine the way she addresses her people and all in a more progressive way, you know. So, um, and if we look at um, the history of Prince Charles as a young man and all the women who flocked around him and then to Camilla and the Camilla Shand business and then Diana and then Andrew and Sarah Ferguson and everybody else who has been in the royal family, even Princess Anne um, um, and Princess Margaret, that's the Queen's sister. They have always been British tabloid nonsense on every member of the royal family. Oh, I forgot to add Prince Philip. So I, I don't understand why the world these days or people of the world these days seem to think that there's something they have out for Meghan. I'm going to get to that later. But I just want to state that the British tabloid generally has been horrible. And I'm not saying, oh yes, because they've been horrible, so it's justified that they're horrible to her, that's to Meghan. But I'm saying there is a stated fact that the British tabloids are horrible beyond color, beyond race. They just see the need to always say something, always print something about members of the royal family. That being said, it is absolutely ridiculous that anybody really would assume that the entire British tabloid is racist because they write articles about Meghan. One thing I, I, I have noticed a lot of cognitive bias in this entire um, debacle or brouhaha or whatever it is we would like to define it as. Because a lot of people have drawn comparisons between headlines about Kate, that's um, the Duchess of Cambridge, and headlines about Meghan, juxtaposing them together, you know, asking, oh, how is it nice to refer to Kate as this and then refer to Megan as this and what have you and yes they might look damning but then we always need to pull context into these discussions Kate had her own fair share of hell when she first started in fact when she first started dating William she dated William for almost 10 years I think or seven they went to school together she was dragged in the press for being lazy and seeming like she was waiting on the prince to marry her you know there was a lot about said about her how lazy she was how she had no ambition and she didn't know what she wanted to do with her life and she was just waiting to be a royal basically calling her a gold digger and a social climber what have you there are a lot of press clippings about that you can just do a google search you will see that now were they dragging Kate because she was of a particular color? I mean, she's white, so she's not enjoying any privileges since they dragged her as at that time. So why is it now crazy to comprehend that uh, Meghan would be dragged because these are her first years in the royal family? She just got into the royal family. She didn't even date Prince Harry for as long as Kate did. So Kate had worst or the worst share of ridicule from the British tabloid. That's just the truth. That's fact. And if you don't believe me, you can just take a quick Google search and look for articles from 2011, 2012, 20, 2009 and beyond. And you would see them all there. 
now the fact that kate might seem like she's enjoying the british tabloids now is because she has endured and persevered to this point now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that it is good for a woman to endure and persevere ridicule by utter balance that's the british tabloid but then she has endured and paid her dues where these things are concerned so a few people will still write a bit of nonsense about her but then most of it right now would be great stuff compared to megan who just started now putting those kind of articles together and claiming some form of racism for me is ridiculous and it's a reaching like you are reaching very far you are reaching beyond rich and a lot of black people seem to be doing this now i have a question at this point should white people stop having opinions on black people just to avoid messy situations and messy conversations because if you as a black person are not the nicest of individuals or have done some actions or carried out some actions that are really something a white person wants to comment on should they avoid commenting on it because of your color because you are so testy that any small thing will trigger the race card from you why should white people not have bad comments to make on the character or perceived character of a person just because they are black i don't understand that i'm a black person i am a nigerian so first and foremost i would not be offended if a white man told me oh do you know you're quite rude or do you know you're quite blah 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 if i feel like i am rude or if it is i feel like this person's comments are justified or if it is that this person has observed my actions and they feel like they have to make a comment in it i'm not going to start saying oh he's racist because he called me rude i mean he's making a comment on how he perceives my character it doesn't mean that that's who i am and it doesn't mean i have to play the race card or or put the the entire my entire um um what i call it now put my entire efforts to try to make the person just um make the person feel bad for having an opinion on my character now it's an utterly different thing if they are being racist like the nonsense comments one um, journalist made about her child being coming out like a chimpanzee that's racist that's ridiculous and should not be accepted but i'm saying for general people with general white people who make comments on oh megan maybe she's uppity maybe she's this it doesn't have to do with race and i am sorry if you feel like it has to do with race but why are you so fragile and fickle that any small comment on your character would make you feel like someone is being racist towards you you're abusing the word racism and that's my biggest problem now that being said we need to assess megan's precedence even before she officially got married to harry now first things first a person with such public clout and popularity definitely there would be comments in blogs about his relationship with her, who she is, where she's from. I mean, when he was dating the South African girl, I can't remember her name right now, and his other girlfriends, a lot of comments were made about those girls. They, their lives were followed. People followed them around, wrote a lot of op-eds or whatever it is about them. So why is this different? Why should this be treated with kid gloves? Because she's black? Really? Are we black people? that sensitive that people can't write blogs about us when you are really like rolling with a very popular person that has such global appeal 
anyway that being said um i need to touch on the fact that megan's precedence and antecedents has been quite messy right from the time it broke that her family was selling news um selling interviews to several press houses you know and the fact that um nobody from her family was invited to her except her mother doria ragland you know the entire thing was messy and let's be honest if your 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 family unfortunately is that messy there would be stories written about it people would hustle to get interviews and exclusives and what have you from members of your family that's a given you can't expect to control the british press and how they operate because you are black and everybody should be sensitive towards your color that's just ridiculous honestly i'm saying it plainly it's ridiculous i i i feel like the British press should be able to write whatever it is they want as long as they are not bordering on racism and harassment. They, they, they should not be confined to a box and not access certain situations at face value. Let's face it. Someone who literally shut out her entire family had her father-in-law walk her down the aisle and reportedly had staff resigned from working with her cut off her old friends and seemingly has a pattern of leaving people when she doesn't find them useful to her anymore i mean she sent her ex-husband his ring via the post such a person would definitely be looked into beyond normal because let's not forget Prince Harry is the son of Princess Diana, who had her own baggage and issues, bordering on mental health issues and abandonment issues and emotional trauma from the fact that the husband she married, that's Prince Charles, was in love with somebody else and that whole thing. So the whole world is sympathetic to Harry and the whole world wants to see him thrive in love. Now, Harry's... Harry might not be a fan of the British press, but I think they've shown him a lot of love along um, in, the, in the past years, considering the fact that he has also had his fair share of scandals. Remember that time when he had pictures of him taking when he was wearing a Nazi handband, which was crazy, when he was naked in, in the US in some hotel, and all that tantrums he has shown in his life here. And everybody is probably sensitive about his future and how it's going to turn out so it it's just makes utter sense that the press would be concerned about who he's getting married to where she's from is he not telling that harry married megan and has never met her father and her father is still very much alive now people might say oh yes they talk over the phone probably they talk over the phone but then ask yourself in your personal life is it normal for your 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 spouse to have never met your father and it's not like you didn't grow up without the father maybe your father was distant or he, he, he left you or something megan did not live life without the father she had her father despite whatever attitude she feels like the man portrayed or how he sold her out and betrayed her 
she had a father so why is he not a prominent feature in their life these questions will be asked and then now conveniently the two of them are deciding to leave effectively the royal family claiming they want to shuttle between the UK and Canada they want to step away from being senior royals to what end if not to make themselves more prominent and still sequester themselves from the royal family while still enjoying the benefits of being affiliated with the royal family it's all ridiculous it's it almost seems like the two of them conned the crown because the 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 the, the royal family has been known to not have royals living independent lives yes some of them are not included on, on, on or enjoying taxpayers money but then they do not stray far from the fold you know even the queen stopped her sister from getting married to the man she loved because of certain values and traditions now i'm not saying that is right and i know that times change and things change but if you wanted things to change you should have let your family know that right from the beginning of your marriage right from the beginning of your meeting this person so that your family knows what to expect ahead instead of springing it up to them two years down the line especially for someone who has the kind of history that megan has i mean that means she had never ever planned to let her career go if we're looking at it that way and now she has more social clout so she's going to be using that clout she has gained from marrying prince harry to her own benefit i mean she just signed a voiceover deal with disney with video of which we saw harry pitching his wife i mean that was cute and all but morally speaking is it really right for you to throw your family under the bus publicly because you want to get your way and because i am sure they both know that the queen would not want to be boxed into a corner would not want to make it look like she's racist since people have been calling the royal family racist because of megan's um, skin tone they decided to make such a move and for me it's callous in a way i know you might not be able to understand it because this is my personal opinion but it's callous to put your family through things like that that could have been avoided by dialogue and sensible conversation now i'm not implying that i know the nitty-gritty details whether harry told his family before that oh this chick is not going to be here and not work or so let's just try this non-working i mean let's try this working royal thing for like two years and then put a stop to it but i'm just saying based on the information that has been put out there if you decided by yourself on your own volition to leave your career and work with this family and be in this family how is it that two years down the line you are claiming all sorts of things and unfounded stories and saying oh yeah so we are going to leave because yeah and we want to be financially independent in a family where duties are handed out how does it make sense yes we want to be young and progressive we want to be but, but but we need to consider how these things even play out in real life in real life you have to give your parents some slack before telling them you need to leave the house you don't just up and leave except you're just an unruly and ill-mannered child you always need to let your parents know what you're doing because at the end of the day they raised you they were responsible for you at a point in time and you need to give them the respect that they are due that's the way I see it. That might not work for you or your family setting. You might just be able to up and live in your family and God knows how you were raised. But then the way I see it, 
when an adult wants to take a decision, you inform the elders before you because they know these things. They've been through life. They've seen things that you haven't seen. So you need to consult them and let them know, oh, dad, mom, look, or grandma, grandpa, look, I'm off. Me and my family cannot be in this. Look at what is going on. I feel like we need to move. You move. But putting out a statement when the crown hadn't even given you the, the go ahead to do it. And people think that's cool. It is not cool. Forget love and everything. The truth is this. Raising a family cannot be done by yourself. Just the two of you. You need that support system. You need a community around you. And I'm not talking about a community of celebrities that will pay lip service to you. And when you are done being relevant, they leave you and go. I'm talking about family that will always have your back. And I think anybody that came from a normal family would understand where I'm coming from. You can't just throw your family on that bus of public opinion just because you feel like you're justified to take certain moves. I don't think people even weigh the fact that Prince Harry is supposed to be responsible to his own family. And I'm not talking about just his wife and his child now. I'm talking about his extended family, his family that he grew up with, that he has always known. And then one more thing I cannot stand is people bashing Prince William in the press. It's ridiculous. Social media has been agog with tales and trolling, really, like insults for himself and Kate, the Duchess of Cambridge. And I feel like it's unfounded because these two guys were loved and cherished because they were sons of Diana and everybody loved Diana. So why is one son being vilified and the other one being insulted? As anybody, in the words of Meghan, asked William if he's okay, considering the fact that he was born with such a heavy responsibility that he never asked for. He doesn't even have the liberty to share his feelings the way Harry does. He doesn't even have the liberty to even smile or frown in public without people reading meaning into it. Imagine living such a life and then your brother chooses to go his path and then people are blaming you for it because you have not said anything. He doesn't even owe anybody any statements. And then a lot of people seem to be pointing out, oh yeah, he had a cheating scandal, he's a cheat and Harry is the best best royal ever livered and all that good stuff i'm not saying he's not the best i'm not saying he's not good but then it's unfair to prince william the duke of cambridge it is so unfair imagine claiming the mental health of one of the sons is is it paramount over the others they are both brothers and should be treated with love at the same time harry and Meghan are living their lives william does not owe Meghan any public statement because Megan is just his sister-in-law and the husband has decided how he wants to go about their communications. I don't see why William should be compelled to give any public statements or hand-penned statements. His office has drafted and has supported Harry and Megan through whatever it is they are going through. I think that suffice. That suffices or that's enough. And then for those dragging Kate into the issue, please, I mean... We all need to act like people that come from families. Most times, people like that are just trying to get along with their business because they have things they're going through as well. So think about it. Why hasn't nobody asked why Prince Charles hasn't made any comment on the issue? Because Prince Charles is going to be the next king of England. So his son is going through this thing publicly. His son's wife is going through this thing publicly. How has he not made a statement? Why not we focus 
on him. The answer is simple. It's not boiling down to any one of them to give a public statement. They belong to a family that has had a protocol for years. And I don't think any progressiveness should really demand that they change certain things because of certain people. It hasn't worked that way before. It can't start working that way now. And even if the royal family is going to be progressive in its ways, it's a gradual process. You do not hoodwink people or, 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 or try to guilt trip people into doing certain things when it doesn't work that way. I know it's weird that I have a lot to say about this because I'm not a British person, but I am a fan of the royal family and I've been a fan for quite a while. Um, it's, it's just fair to be fair to all concerned. Meghan might be a great girl. The royal family might be shit, according to a lot of people, but then they are all people involved. So everyone needs to respect everyone's feelings in this issue. You know, so I think the best thing that Harry and Meghan could have done was wait until when the royal family and themselves have come to a very workable solution, which they seem to be on, on top right now, you know, before putting out a statement. Because what they've done is just increase media speculation, increase media interest in their issue. And I don't see how it gets better from here. Even if they're going to go to Canada, the Canadian people are going to be worried as to who's going to be footing the bills of their security and all that stuff. Who's going to be paying it? It's going to be on taxpayers' money. You know, there's going to be a lot of speculation and probably the Canadian press business is going to start booming because they're going to have stories to tell about them. Is it really worth it? to start this kind of thing somewhere else? That is the question. And then for Megan, I know she's going to win. I just hope everything Harry has done is worth it. Okay, so this has been my podcast on Megan and Harry. Thank you for listening to The Other Side of Woke. Till next time. Bye.